0: Welcome to the Dark Points Podcast, where we talk about everything data center, information technology, cybersecurity, and more. I'm William Sellers, one of Dark Point Solutions Architects, and one of your hosts. And I'm Michael Faisley, Points Cybersecurity
1: Manager, and one of your hosts.
0: This is Dark Points Podcast number 95 for Friday, November 10th, 2023. In this podcast, Michael and I talk to Dave Gorman and Lee Rivas from Veeam about the upcoming Veeam 12.1 platform update. All this and more in this Dart Points Podcast. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are the speaker's own and do not necessarily represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Dart Points or a guest's employer. And welcome to the Dart Points Podcast. Michael, how are you doing today? Doing great. Good, how good. How are you? Good. Will? I'm good. It's it's been a little bit since we've done a podcast. We've we've been busy lately, but we, we definitely uh, wanted to get this this next one in, which is gonna be Fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, we, we the idea is we were trying to get two done a month, two podcasts a month. And sometimes that's really easy and we can get the content rolled out, snap, snap. And in other times it's like if we can get one out a month, it's great. <laughs> You know, so sometimes it's like, oh boy, um, we're pushing over a month. We need to get a podcast out. So, but this yeah. in no means mean this pot. This in no means means that this podcast is is a, a filler podcast. This is actually something that came along, um, really good with some of our one of our partners. And if you're watching the video podcast, you'll see we have Mr. Dave Gorman and Lee Rivas from Veeam. And today we're going to talk about some of the cool things that came out of the Veeam Resiliency Summit 2023, which happened, was it a week ago or two weeks ago? Uh, a couple weeks ago. It seems Maybe. like it was like this week sometime, like Monday. <laughs> I still think it's September, so I mean, we're in November. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about some things that 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 are that are coming out. But before we get started, Lee and Dave, let's... Tell us about yourself um, how long you been with Veeam what do you do there and what you know what's your roles and, and what do you love working at Veeam
2: Yeah I'll, t- I'll take that um, so so David Gorman I'm the uh, the Veeam service provider account executive for the Southeast uh, and I'm I'm responsible for the relationship between Veeam and Dark Points from a service provider perspective so um, I've been with been with Veeam for 10 years so uh, I've been doing doing the service provider business from when it was, uh, it was very, very young, uh, and it's been, you know, it's been really good. So I've got to meet a lot of different service providers. Dark Points to me is a, is a standout. So one of one of the one of the better partners that we work with, no question. So I'm excited to be here. Appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I'll pass it over to you, Lee.
3: Yeah. Hey guys, Lee Rivas here. So I'm the VCSP SE here with Veeam. Uh, I cover the southeast with Dave Gorman, of course, so that spans from Georgia, uh, Carolinas, all the way to Kentucky, and then I also cover Gulf Shores, uh, so Florida all the way to uh, to Arkansas. Um, I've been in IT for the past maybe let, let's just call it almost two decades. Uh, started with help desk, from sysadmin to systems engineer, uh, you know, helping you know engineering and designing uh, virtualization, networks, things like that internally for my. Uh, for my company and then, uh, kind of went over to the MSP side, um, where I did the same things for, uh, you know, other end, end users, uh, as an MSP and then, you know, using Veeam. So I had an opportunity to come over to Veeam as a sales engineer, I jumped on it. And, uh, so I've been here about eight, eight or so years, uh, covering all the segments, sled, fed, um, commercial. So, and then with VCSP for the past two years so as a vcsp we partner with dart points um you know like david said one of our largest service providers that covers the southeast so uh, excited to be here and thank you for the opportunity
0: absolutely guys yeah it's it's been really a good co- a good a good collaboration with you guys i mean even back when we when we were you know legacy venue right i knew dave even back in those days and and i've I've really had the opportunity working with some really good people at the Veeam, at the veem side um uh, John maybe, and yeah. you name it. Uh, we've worked with those guys, and fantastic, fantastic group of people. Yeah. But let's talk about what is on the agenda today. So today we're going to talk about what's new or some of the highlights are coming from the Veeam 12.1 update or the 23H2 update, as it's also called, that mm-hmm. should be coming out, I would think, before the end of the year.
3: They say it's ready when it's ready. It could be next week. It could be... <laughs> the end of the year so yeah we'll see
0: yeah yeah absolutely no that we, we always talk about these things that are that are you know it's in beta right now so with being things being in beta there's always things subject to slight changes and timeline changes and whatnot but um we definitely think that there's going to be a big this is a big update i mean i you know i think um um there was someone at Veeam said you know we we could have called it Veeam 13 but we didn't want to use an unlucky unlucky number so we wanted to keep 12.1 Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's a good point. but this is a really big upgrade. And and one mm-hmm. of the really the big features of this upgrade is cybersecurity, which is going to make Michael like really happy. He's already giddy. He, you know, mess texting me at midnight. I'm watching the Veeam Resiliency Summit. It's amazing. So, so it um, it's a lot of stuff to unpack there. Uh, A lot of cybersecurity features, and we'll go through them on this podcast. And then, you know, some of the other features we'll mention toward the end. If we have some time, we'll, we'll talk about some of the other cool stuff. But I would say this is this update really does address some of the things that customers have wanted with the aspect of cybersecurity and backups.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and with version 12, that was a huge security release too. Um, You know, we called it the geek release and the dot one is, you know, just above and beyond that for sure. You know, Veeam is really easy to install and deploy on windows machines. So a lot of things can be missed. Um, So just, you know, things like the best practice, like the, you know, the things that we're going to talk about here today um, will definitely help address, you know, um, you know, backup is definitely a target for ransomware, of course. So in, you know, in order to to secure it and make sure that we have it, the, the ability to recover those is huge. So Veeam addressed that and, you know, it shows here. So there's a lot of good features for security. There's a lot of good features for integration as well. So we'll talk about that.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's, let's get into it, right? So I will say, we'll, we'll start off with some of the things that we've, we've talked about in, in kind of our pre-call and some of the things we've talked about on our show notes. And the one thing that uh, we'll start off with is, what the hell is the YARA rule? <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yet another recursive algorithm. YARA. Acronym. Okay. It's an acronym. Yes. Um, And uh, really cool stuff. And and basically there's, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, Yara is basically a kind of a definition set that you can pull down rules for different types of cybersecurity events or or malware or or, or, um, cyber threats but also really you can create your own custom rules to really search for anything that you want to, whether it's like PHI data or social security numbers, you know, personal type things. So if you're looking for certain aspects of data that's in your backups, this tool can help you find them very, very easily.
3: Yeah, so this goes above and beyond the, you know, the the secure restore, the sure backup, um, leveraging malware, or I'm sorry, Antivirus to find malware, things like that, right? This goes above and beyond. Yara, like you said, is uh, open source um, that is indicative of to find, you know, to find in things that are indicative of, of any kind of ransomware activity. So, for example, looking for like dot onion for that little splash page that comes up and says, "Hey, you got hit by ransomware," right? Um, looking for any kind of yeah, so. On the Yara side, so on the Sure Backup and the ability to do kind of a secure restore, we have the second option on top of ransomware, Mm -hmm. uh, antivirus scan, uh, to use Yara definitions to find anything that's in, so this this is updated by community on a weekly basis, probably even more frequently than that. Um, So if you know, so this is a, a really good use case, if you know that you got hit by ransomware, and you want to scan all of your backups to see if there's any kind of specific definitions to this ransomware. Um, you can easily inject a YARA rule that says, and you, know, you can pull this from the open source too, mm. uh, to help you find that malware that you just got hit with. To to scan all of your backups to make sure that, hey, all right, these backups are okay. Um, you know, let's do some further investigation and then restore. So it flags the certain things. So.
0: Yeah. What, what I like about it is like, for instance, um, let's say there was a, a, a cybersecurity event or, or a virus or something like this. Let's say WannaCry, right? And, yeah. you know, no, your, your your systems are reporting clean, no issues that you see, but you want to be absolutely sure that none of your backups have been infected or none of your data, none of your data, production data in backups is 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 bad right so you can actually go Mm -hmm. choose a specific URL rule for like want to cry and then run that analysis against your backups and actually feel 100 percent confident that your backups do not aren't going to succumb to that that vulnerability or that
3: threat right absolutely and then it it, uh, like i said it's an open source community so any other end users or, you know, company that has been hit by something, they have some kind of definition. So you can use multiple Yara rules at the same time to kind of scan for multiple things as well. So, um, it's a, it's a, like I said, continuously updated database that you can leverage on top of your antivirus for very specific, um, you know, indicators of malware in your backups. And then if you did get hit by backups, it, you know, we can get, we can get streamlined and find, you know, fine tune that search throughout your backups.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. I think that's going to be good. And and the the tool, the actual uh, interface is all in the Veeam Backup and Replication console, right? So you you can do this from in a single pane of glass. Yeah, and absolutely. they
1: definitely, uh during resiliency, like it, it's it's super easy to to be able to use, right? To like search for latest or the the most recent clean backup, and then to pick the YAR rule, it's all—it's its all it's all right there, right? There's no need to go into another portal or do anything like that. Um, yeah, did a job of making it easy for the user to, to be able to kind of execute that and kick that off.
0: Yeah, and the big thing, if it's easy, then people will use it. Because if it's something that's really difficult or it takes a lot of multiple, you know, if, if you make a product so easy to use that your end user doesn't really find it a chore to use, they'll use it. And that's really key to, to cybersecurity and, and sure. I'll remind you on that statement when we talk about sure backup because we we made that even easier. So absolutely. <laughs> we will definitely talk about sure backup. So YAR rules, that is amazing. And then you know we're gonna kind of go down the list here. Uh, inline ransomware detection. Now I think yes. this is this is really one of the cool things that's got me excited because um, it will actually in real time um, detect any type of cyber event or cyber threat that's made its way into backups. And it does this in two ways. There's two, if you will, data engines, ransomware detection engines that run the system, right? The first is the data stream analysis, which is basically it's looking at the image level data of your backups and employing uh, something called entropy change detection using AI and machine learning and actually looking at what's going on in your backups in real time. That's freaking amazing. That's really, really cool.
3: So think about that. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're touching every single component of your customer's site using Veeam, right? So we're backing up all the data points, all that streaming through Veeam, streaming through the proxies, uh, while that data is being streamed, we can look inside of that data to see if there's anything indicative, like you said, of any kind of ransomware activity, um, you know, entropy analysis using uh, ML and AI to see, um, you know, if any kind of like bulk changes that happen and bulk encryption, things like that. right? So, And
0: the thing um, is, this is huge. not like an antivirus. <laughs> You're not like bundling an antivirus into this in that this is actually... Uh, it's actually Mount the engine and the definitions even are coming from Veeam. It's a, it's a purpose built engine from Veeam to do this work.
3: Correct. Yeah. Using AI and and machine learning. So it it looks at what you have already and looks at different um, changes within your backups. Right. Uh, So the second point that you're going to talk about was the the indexing. So we can index those Mm -hmm. files to absolutely see, um, any kind of changes, so we can, you know, we can compare uh, indexing to the the latest backup to see if there's a huge amount of change. That can be, hey, we can flag that for any kind of, you know, suspicious activity where we can then, you know, go back to the YAR rules and go back to Sure Backup um, and the Secure Restore to make sure that, hey, um, yeah, let's do some investigation on that.
0: Gotcha. So, so, a, so go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was gonna ask, did I understand this correctly? And that this this inline uh ransomware scanners also gonna look for like ransomware notes and like dark web links that that are hidden in files?
3: Yes. Um the dot onion link that I mentioned, um it's gonna look for things like that. It's gonna look for links that um, you know, links for cybersecurity payment, right? So for for mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. Uh yeah, it'll, it'll definitely look for all those things as well.
0: So that's very cool. That's yeah, absolutely very cool. Very cool. So that, so the, the, the data stream analysis data stream engine now. is working through looking at your image level backups, but we also have the file system analysis engine, <laughs> which if you're using anything like a, an agent-based backup, maybe on a physical server or, um, or something like that, then that is actually just looking at your index file, for the presence of the suspicious files or malware extensions and things like this. So
3: beyond that, uh, even on your image, even on your VM backups, you have a checkbox for indexing
1: mm-hmm. on
3: your files. So even if it's an image level from VMware, from Hyper-V, from Nutanix, from AWS, um, we can index. So you know, it doesn't have to be a physical server. To be clear.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah so and, and the other thing i like uh, another thing is with the built-in definitions and, and these these things this can also be so the the results from this real-time scanning or the schedule scanning can also be forwarded to a sim a, set, a sim tool and Correct. then that can trigger alerting uh run books things like this so that's amazing as well
3: well <laughs> yeah we can leverage um, syslogs um yeah whatever scene that you're using today um we can out those logs, those data points to whatever you're using today. So, um, you know, I know Dart points has a, a, a sock, they have some kind of like seam or whatever XDR that you can leverage those, um, either syslogs. Uh, we also have APIs that this will pump out as well. So, um, and then you guys can leverage that for, um, to, to have better insight from your stock, from your backups to, to see all that data kind of flow. And, and, you know, so for example, if you see the inline ransomware detection, detect something, you'll have that um, visibility, you know, that visible all the way to wherever you're you're normally using today. Yeah, and it's pretty or... cool. absolutely,
1: and, it, and it's pretty cool because, from my understanding, you can have that Syslog, you know, point <clears throat> um, point to your SIM and uh, basically alert on things like. Um, failed MFA logins, uh, attempt to delete backups or, or, or repositories, and, and that's that's really cool, right? Because yeah. uh, obviously this is a backup technology, right? Where if somebody is trying to go and delete those backups, having the ability to be alerted on something like that is, is really important because you want to protect those. Yeah, and that's Absolutely straight important.
3: out of the box from VBR. Um, we also have that same integration with Veeam1 that goes above, that goes beyond uh, the backup infrastructure, we can get in, we can plug into your VMware environment, your Hyper-V environment. So anything that's, you know, any kind of alerting that you can do there, anything that's, you know, for example, we have um, different alerts that, you know, that detect any kind of like high spikes in CPU usage, high spikes in data store IOPS. If you have a high uh, spike in data store IOPS, you might be getting hit by ransomware. There might be some encryption going on. So Veeam One can picture uh, pick that up and capture that, and then uh, using Syslog can bring that all the way to the tools that you're using today as well.
2: If, yeah, we have. If, so. if I'm if I'm, a, if I'm a customer of a service provider that has this this early detection, uh, you know, type of ability, uh, it may, it would make me feel a lot better, right, uh, to know that the company who I've trusted my data with. Uh, has the ability to uh, react or even be uh, proactive in in mitigating uh, a ransomware attack, right? So,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And what have cool. we always said, Michael? Security is a layered approach, right? So, the the more absolutely. layers you can put on, you know, no one single solution protects you completely. So, it's it's all a matter of layering things um, to make sure that you're covered, and and then changing as the industry changes, right? Yeah. yeah. all right so that's uh you know the inline ransomware engine and and that's i think that's really going to be amazing the uh, detection piece the other thing is we mentioned a minute ago the 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 definitions are updated automatically so there's a check mark that you say please mm-hmm. update automatically Veeam picks care of it for you and then the other thing that's kind of i noticed also i really like is as you're doing your backups and as you looking through your store points you can go back and actually see you know when you're doing these scans doing yar rules whatnot it'll actually tell you which backups maybe have some fishy stuff going on right so there's a way to mark your backups as clean or dirty and in the Veeam UI, you can go back and look and say oh everything is green i don't see any little bugs backups are good yeah.
3: I have the, uh, the beta spun up, If uh, I mean, we can show that after, you know, this discussion here, but yeah, it, it has a little bug, uh, for any, any kind of data point where there might be some suspicious malware where you can identify that. So when you're going to do a restore and you're looking at all your different checkpoints, um, it flags all of those different checkpoints with a little bug. So you can right click and just do a real quick Yara scan, malware scan. Lee, Lee is getting excited. He's
1: going uh,
3: <laughs> to show you. Uh, Guys, I'm I'm really excited about this uh yeah. this not one, I get to
0: talk a lot more about security, so
3: I kind of feel like Michael right now.
0: Well, you know what's funny though, when I said we were going to do a Veeam podcast, Michael's like, oh. you know, it's like data protection, data protection. And Mike says, Mike's our cybersecurity guy, right? And then last night we were at an event, and, and Michael comes up to me, he's like, "Man, I saw that resiliency summit. It looked really cool. I'm excited about this." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> Michael's go. gonna be yeah. a backup admin." <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: that's uh, back a backup is a major component of, of data security. I mean, whether you, it might not be the coolest thing, but it, it's ex- extremely important.
0: It used to not be yeah. a cool thing. Now you're the, you're like the superhero who recovers your data and you, you know, you come back and it's like, yes, instead yeah. of, cause you have,
3: you have all these layers of defense. Like you, like you said, right. Um, you know, our, our job is kind of the last layer of defense, of course. know we can help with reporting we can help with the front gates and this kind of helps you know integrate those things um but you don't want to buy one tool that covers all of the components of like the nist framework for example where you have uh you know response and recover and you know we definitely specialize in recover um but um to partner with someone like dar that can cover the whole nist framework that you know to stop it at the gates and you know if it kind of goes through the gates hey we have uh, the way to recover and, you know, kind of protect that data in the back end so that you can recover. Um, yeah. So that, it, we, we we try to partner with other service writers and other software um, components that can kind of cover the whole spectrum. Right.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think
1: what's there is like a couple of years ago with backups, it was kind of the three, two, one rule. Right. And you guys since then have, have really doubled down on, okay, that's cool, but, and it's great that you have backups, but let's really secure those backups. Right. And let's build in the ability to alert, right. When, when we think something is going on, but really help you investigate, um, you know, if, if you have problems with your backups, if, and, and, not just if you have problems with backups, but like specifically which backups are bad.
0: Right.
1: Okay, so kudos, you know, you guys are doing a really great job. Love love, love the updates for, for 12 and 12.1. But there's
0: more. But there's more. <laughs> All right. So the other thing that's really cool, and I think this is actually, Michael, you're going to like this, is the VM Incident API, right? And this is really cool because what this is going to do is this is an open API, developed by Veeam that allows partner companies who are doing EDR XDR uh, you know who have those engines where basically there's real time notification between the EDR system and your Veeam backup server so for instance maybe life is good but you did, something comes up on a on on a, in your server network and there your EDR goes off right right when the event so the, the event drops someone gets maybe gets funky with your system your edr alerts you but it'll also alert veem and what's cool about that is veem will get that alert and go whoops let's do an ad hoc backup and we can write that off to like out-of-band storage or whatnot and now you can pretty much ensure you're going to have a clean backup before anything happens and that 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 out-of-band backup can be immutable of course, now we've said the word immutable, we all have to take a shot, you know, because <laughs> it was it was refs block cloning, immutability, now, of course, AI, that we all have to, you know, chug, chug when those words come out. But um, this is really cool, too. I mean, this is really nice that your EDR system can trigger yeah. these, these things to, to make Veeam take action. So you're absolutely sure you have the latest, not only a good backup, but the latest backup before things go south.
3: Yeah, so uh, we partner with Sophos on that, uh, level one, you know, that's our first iteration, that's our first partnership. Of course, there's gonna be more to come, but yeah, you said it best as soon as, you know, so not only can we pump those syslogs to uh, those seams and and things like that, but we can use MDRs and XDRs and EDRs and all the DRs and pull that data back. uh, So we can get those alerts and we can go ahead and kick off a very quick, very clean copy uh, so there's a minimal to know. So, you know, we're a huge proponent on shortening your RPOs. So this is definitely, you know, instead of like, Hey, for this particular VM, we didn't back it up, you know, maybe like 10 days ago, or, you know, or maybe ransomware happened or whatever. Um, but as soon as we kick off that, 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 uh, that backup, then, you know, we're kind of shortening that RPO. We're, we're having a backup before everything just goes crazy, right?
1: Well, the- the integration and um data telemetry exchange by itself is cool but i I think Mm. one of the things that that you had mentioned that's really cool about it is the fact that it's automated right like it'd be one thing if it was like okay i'm telling veeam about this and veeam like kicks off an email to the sys admin and the sys admin you know wakes up in the middle of the night and he's (laughs) you know rubbing his eyes you know looking at his computer all right let me kick off the backup but it doesn't, right. right so that that's you know kind of chef's kiss to to that
0: (laughs) yeah that's actually a pretty a really nice feature um and I'm I'm, we're looking forward to seeing more integrations you know um Sophos for now but I think as the product matures and more partnerships come along you know we're going to hope to see more more good you know more good EDR products not that Sophos is bad but more EDR products into into the environment so cool stuff. More the merrier. Absolutely. Absolutely. The more, the merrier, the more protected you are and, and gives in yep. the end, in the end of the day, gives the customer more choice and flexibility. I think
3: it's going to be kind of like, uh, what we're talking about next, the, the AV, uh, component of it. So, um, you know, we, we can use different antiviruses to do, uh, you know, malware scans like that, you know, we hundred we percent support a handful of them, but the ones that we don't, we have some kind of script. That lets uh, you know, that kind of enables that whole feature. So I, I would think, you know, maybe yeah, maybe I'll talk, maybe, yeah, but maybe we'll have something like that for this as well.
0: Yeah. So one of the things, so Veeam has always had the ability to integrate with with AVs, right? Even back when it was like what version eleven. I mean, this has been around for a while. So it's not like this yeah. is new, but um usually the A V would get cut off. Before, while you're doing a restore, right? So you go kick right. off a restore and you say, hey, there's a little check mark that says, please scan my, my, my data as it's recovering and then let me know what's going on. Mm-hmm. With this, this will actually allow you to do it not only when you're doing your recovery, which you can still do, but you can also do it when backups are happening and you can do it on a schedule so maybe you you know you don't want to run or you don't want to check your you don't want to do a restore every time you do a backup you know a, you want to check for ransomware or something bad but you can actually basically like scan a scan ad hoc of your backups once a week once a on day a on a mm-hmm. schedule right and this can also be integrated with things like your rules so maybe you're like you know i want to make sure that all of my backups don't have this data in it, right? This good or bad data, right? Because it doesn't have to be necessarily be viruses or ransomware. It could be like social security numbers or something like this. Um, and this can be done automatically, right? Ad hoc or through schedule. Yes. And then like you were saying, yeah. it, it's, 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 it's a wide, I think it's five, five um, antiviral tools now. I don't right. remember each one. I know Microsoft Defender, um, Kapersky, ESET, Sophos, And then there's another one I can't think of. I can't remember
3: either. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. And then the ones, of course, that we don't integrate with. Uh, we can add a, a very simple script to that antivirus that identifies Veeam as, hey, we want to use this integration. And then um, you're able to use that. So, um, so that is done through. And you mentioned um, the ability to scan on a schedule. That's called Sure Backup. Uh, it's also called Sure Replica for your replicas, um, but it's just Sure Backup in the, uh, in the UI. Um, that's something that we've had for a while where um, you know we can spin up a data lab, like an isolated bubble, to test groups of applications together. So think of like an ERP system. You got IS server, web server, uh, you know SQL server. You can throw a domain controller. They, all, they can all talk to each other, but they won't affect production, right? Um, with that data lab, um, then, we integrated with antivirus to where, okay, on top of like making sure your backups are fully recoverable. So, you know, we're doing things like ping tests, heartbeat tests of the VMware tools, making sure that those VMs are fully recoverable when you need to recover. Um, But then we can do an antivirus scan. So uh, this new Sure backup that we're talking about, um, we don't necessarily have to have a data lab. And that's a good thing because um, not a lot of customers, you know, that, for me, I think it's very simple to, to set up and deploy. It's a lightweight Linux VM inside of your VMware environment or Hyper-V that provides that isolated bubble, but it does kind of need a little bit of networking knowledge in order to do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but most customers, they just want, hey, we just want to run antivirus on our backups to make sure they're clean. Hey, we just want to run these Yara rules. Um, so. We're, we're not doing away with the data labs. It's still a, a, a good value add where you wanna have the ability to test your applications in this isolated bubble, um, but you don't have to have that as a requirement anymore. That means it doesn't have to be VMs anymore. It can be physical servers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it makes it very easy to test your backups where before like the data lab was a requirement, um, but now we can kind of do that on a schedule just to just to look for anything indicative of a ransomware activity. So, and I even if you
0: wanted to do a randomized check, right? So it's not like you have to do everything. You can say, I'm going to take yeah. some randomization and spot check, you know, every so many VMs or any backups, rather, <laughs> and, and check those for things. For for for. Yeah,
3: that's that. another that's another big feature of the 12.1 is um, you can randomize and you can pick up to like ten. So you're not overloading your you know your backup infrastructure to do these kind of tests. So think of a really big environment to test all your vms on a weekly schedule that's going to take a lot of cpu right yeah uh, so um to randomize it and just to kind of make sure that you're hitting every single data point across you know maybe a month um yeah there's just which, a lot more options with the sure shirt backup which is really great and it's yeah, really
0: simple. sure backup is something that i always have to remind some of our customers that exists not that it's a bad thing, but a lot of times people will get rolling yeah. with backups, and they're like, "Okay, great, that's the product does this," and then I'll start talking to them, especially when they come and they'll ask us about, "Hey, I need to run a patch, or I need to do some maintenance, and they want to do a test or something," or they, and I'm like, "Well, you know, you have Veeam Sure Backup. Why don't you just set it up? It's not really that hard. I mean, it does take a little bit of like basic networking skills, but if you if you well, can if you can read the instructions, it's pretty straightforward." Yeah. And if I can figure it out, I mean, anybody can, right? So I went, I, I did, I set it up in my lab, and it was like, you know, what I like about it, it allows you to, in an isolated environment, use your hypervisor system to boot up, to do instant recovery of X number of VMs. But, mm-hmm. it, but it does it in a small, uh, isolated network. You're not having to create, uh, you know, uh, uh, VMware networks. It actually does it through a little Linux appliance, like you were saying, but then um, what's nice is, is as, as your machines come up, if they're running Active Directory, SQL Server, you name it, you can run these checks to make sure that these, these products are up and running, these services are up and running in a certain certain fashion. And um, a lot of customers, they, they, it's almost like, I'm not gonna say a lot, but there are some customers I've found that just they're, they're a little bit apprehensive until I show them, hey, let's do this real time. I'll show you how to set it up. And then once they kind of play with it, they're like, man, I can use this for before I apply some patches and I want to see what happens. I'll boot up a lab. There's my VMs. Let me see what will happen if I do this. And then all yeah. of a sudden they're calling me back like, man, this is the best thing since sliced bread, <laughs> you know? Cause you can use it as like a test dev environment. Like we use that. Exactly. Same infrastructure. You can do patch
3: testing on it. You can do SQL server testing, things like that. I think the problem was um, it was kind of hidden and embedded inside the backup infrastructure where you had to deploy the data lab first um, and then the application groups, and then you'd have the sure backup on the home tab to to uh, kick off that job and schedule that job. Um, now, like, because you don't have to do data labs anymore, um, it's a lot easier to find. And, and I, I'm i not hundred percent sure, but I think in the UI it's gonna be as an option as far as like backup, backup copy, sure backup, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, but the biggest point is, we don't have to figure out how to do day labs um, if you just want to you know scan your back just want to scan uh,
0: your backups absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. so now that is a great feature and I think that's 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 gonna be really cool from the from a complete cybersecurity package. But there's absolutely. more right um, <laughs> so uh, four eyes authorization, right? Yes. Where where with this, this is you know, if if an administrator um, and this is not necessarily cyber security. I guess it, you could call it cyber. It's more like just security, right? Right. Uh, and this is the ability where when you turn this on, this enforces, if you're doing a significant change to your backup infrastructure or doing a restore, this requires two administrators to kind of... Turn your key at the same time, right? From yeah. war games, you turn your key, sir, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, I think of the Pentagon
3: when they're, they're launching the new. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it, it definitely gives an extra level. Again, not necessarily cybersecurity, but it gives you another level of defense from some. If it's a rogue administrator or someone does hack into your system and they're like, "Aha! I'm going to delete all your backup jobs," or Um, you know, launch a bunch of restores and, you know, do something crazy with your system. This is another level of security, right? Another layer. Yeah, so we're
3: protecting our backups. So backup deletion, um, you know, repository deletion, things like that, any kind of modification that, um, you know, skews a little bit of the access control. Um, Yeah, so, you know, William, you can kick that off. Michael can come in as a CISO and you guys can turn the key and make sure that, hey, um, we're authorizing this is this is authorized to delete that backup, delete that.
0: that but I will I will plug that we do still have things like insider uh, data protection. Is it that's not insider? Is it insider, insider data protection? Protect- what was that? Insider. Insider protection. Insider protection, so that, and we use correct. that we use that here at, at uh, Dark Points. We can enable that for our customers, and that basically is if someone were to go in and delete backup jobs, even if they were to delete the, repos- the repository data at their local Prim. It doesn't delete stuff up in Cloud Connect.
3: Right. You know? uh, yeah, on your schedule. So it could be up to 10 days or something like that. Exactly. But you guys can recover that for the customer if they have any kind of insider threat. Right.
2: Absolutely. Layer upon layer
0: upon layer of protection. You know? Absolutely. That that really is the name of the game when it comes to cybersecurity. The other thing I will mention, and this is nothing new for 12.1. This was added in 12.0, but I'm going to say this here. If you're not enabling 2FA, multi-factor authentication, on your Veeam console, you need to do it. And I've gotten on it. Like, the last two weekends in a row, I literally spent all day Saturday going through all of my password management systems going, anything that has 2FA, I'm turning it on. (laughs) So right. literally my wife is like, are you finished? I'm like, no, I got like 50 more sites to do. And literally I enabled 2FA on everything. And, and, and again, this is, you know, when it comes to things in IT, we take this stuff very seriously and uh, you don't want someone just playing around with Veeam getting into it. So doing 2FA, again, it's a no brainer. There's no extra cost for setting this up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's
3: right yeah, like there. And 12 a huge security release. This is a you know, layer on top of that. Um, we have the security and compliance analyzer. So in 12, it was called the best practice analyzer. Yeah. That looks for things just like, you know, do you have MFA turned on? Do you have RDP turned off? You know, whatever kind of, you know, Veeam, like I said, uh, preemptively, it's very easy to install and deploy on a Windows server, you know, so with that, there, there could be a lot of missed things to make sure that your backups are are, uh, are safe, right? Um, You know, sometimes, hey, we just install it. All right, let's start kicking off backups. Um, It's on the same domain, things like that, you know. Um, But we have a security compliance analyzer that's kind of like a a chapter two of our best practice analyzer from 12 um, that kind of goes through and looks at the, you know, the best practice to see if you're leveraging uh, best practice. It can give you some good ideas of, hey, maybe you should do this as far as um, best practice to make sure your backup's are more secure. Um, but with 12.12, we we're gonna have the, um, the Threat Center, mm-hmm. right? So uh, the Threat Center from Veeam 1 will give you a, a good scorecard based on how you deployed it and what you're using. Are you using immutability on-prem? Are you using immutability yeah. in dark? right? Um, yeah. based on that you know we give you a pretty good you know, we'll give you a score based on what you're setting up and what you didn't set up
0: yeah absolutely um, and, and this is actually in correct me if I'm wrong or not but this is in the VBR interface you don't have to go to v1 to get this it may use the v1 engine but it's not like you have to go out to a different site it's actually built into to VBR right exactly
3: yeah so this is another exciting feature that I'm excited about because you know, we have different components. We have Veeam One for reporting and monitoring. Uh, we have VBR over here, um, but we're starting to integrate those things, right? So we have monitoring and reporting that we can see from a one. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to say single pane of glass. That's you know, but um, from VBR, um, you know, we can see that help center. You'll see the heat maps. You'll see everything. So, for example, when you turn on that malware detection, that's going to bump up your your uh, proxy usage a little bit. Um, so we can look at the, you know, the integration with, with Veeam one inside of the VBR to see if you're taxing out the proxy, if you need to add more compute or anything like that. Um, but it also, the, the new thing with, uh, Veeam one is a threat center. Again, it gives you that support part, but you can see that from here. And another good thing I like about the, uh, the integration too, is in lieu of just going into each job and seeing when those backups start to run, um, it has a calendar of your different backups all in one view to where like, hey, here's a here's a sure backup job that we're running every Saturday. Um, so you know you have that single look, that single look and feel. But then if you need to get a Veeam one to modify any of the um, of that reporting, you just hit the the button from VBR takes you straight to Veeam 1.
0: Yeah, I I, and I like the scorecarding because that lets you kind of keep track of of where you're at, and you know you you can have some friendly you know who, who's got the highest score who's got the highest cyber threat scorecard in Veeam. I, I can see that coming. I know, <laughs> you know, a uh, little well, friendly competition. Yeah, it's
1: especially good for leadership, right? Because. A lot of times people at the highest levels of the organization don't understand the nuts and bolts of all of this. So, you know, you can you can talk about four eyes authorization and your rules and all this stuff, but to be able to show them a scorecard and be like, hey, this is our percentage, then that clicks, right, for for the right. people that, that kind of run the organization. So um, having that.
3: Yeah, and we don't hold you to these uh, these best practice stuff, too. So, for example, if you, you don't want to turn off RDP for certain scenarios, right, you can kind of turn that off to where it doesn't modify your score any as well. It's, you know, based on your business and your business decisions, um, you can look at other things that kind of
0: pops up the scorecard. I think Michael will say that we will always say, turn off RDP maybe internal <laughs> networks okay but you know we get we get we get we get squirrely when people say i'll oh, leave rdp on right michael yeah, console,
3: console.
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely so that that kind of wraps up some of the cyber security stuff and i will say in, in this release it is heavily cyber security focused which is great but there is yes. there, there's more yet <laughs> one more thing well there's actually <laughs> three or four more things but oh, <laughs> yeah. um you know, and, and, and again, I know peop- I know some people in this audience, I'm looking at Michael, don't want to hear anything about AI. It's like, oh, you know, the next buzzword. But um, there is a Veeam AI assistant built into your VBR server. And right. th- that is actually, it's not clippy, All right, This is an actual useful um, uh, AI, right? It's built on a, like a, a GPT technology. Yeah. And the engine actually runs on your on your Veeam server. It's not going out to the internet and like doing any 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 AI stuff on the internet. It is pulling from the Veeam KB articles. So as your as, as the the AI is being trained, it's pulling its data sets from uh, the Veeam knowledge base articles, yeah. which I mean, I, I love Veeam, right? But I'm not going to spend days and hours of my day just perusing kb articles unless there's something i really need and not to say that i can never i I find things in the kb articles when i search for it right so the search engine's great but now you can do this inside the console right yes so it'll lever it'll like basically it's built its neural network it's kind of intelligence from every um entry right every knowledge base article that's been approved so you're getting really useful data and also i think and I heard this on another um, another podcast that it's actually pulling from the transcripts from the YouTube content. I heard that last content. night. <laughs> well, I'm going to verify cool. that and I'll put it in the show notes. But I think it's also pulling wow. from there. So the idea is, if you're if you're you know you, you need to learn how to do something, you can oh, well, actually you the channel Veeam, Beam's YouTube channel. That's Beam's YouTube saying, channel, right? yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, not not just okay. open right. And that's one of the things I like about you know, AI in general, right? This is a, it's not general intelligence. It's actually sp- trained on a specific data set. So you're not, you can't ask it, right. you know, how long do I cook my pizza tonight? Yeah. It'll tell you to go search Google, right? But if you're saying, how do I restore a SQL server table, but I want the data, but not the metadata, it'll tell you exactly how to do it. In real how world language. Lab,
3: for sure backup, you yeah. you, know, you can just go inside of the GUI and, and look that up. Um, So, yeah, it has the KBs. It has the help centers, all the really, um, really helpful uh, help centers that we have. Um, Yeah. So to your point, we don't necessarily have to have Internet access um, to reach out. You know, AI goes and collects the data, maybe a Google or something like that. But um, it's all embedded inside of the the
0: software that gets updated for sure. We We should
2: we should ask it. Uh, should we turn off RDB? What
0: <laughs> yeah. We what we need yeah, is nice. we need a mascot, right? So it, when you when you launch the AI assistant, it needs to be like a virtual head of Anton Anton Ghostev who's like sitting there talking to you, you yeah, know? Like yeah. yeah. Mission
3: Clippy. I, I, it needs a, it needs yeah. a mascot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the yeah, AI um, assistant,
0: that's really cool. Yeah, um,
3: and, I, and I think, I think with uh, error messages and things like that, uh, it'll be really helpful for that. And then um, you should just be able to copy and paste. And um, yeah, so you can kind of, um, proactively, uh, work on certain things on certain errors before you leverage support or something like
0: that. Yeah. So the other, one other thing, um, uh, object storage is a source. So in the past, I don't think, um, you could, you could back, you could, you could back up to object storage. Like if you had Wasabi or an S3 compatible, um, bucket that you want to do, like a capacity tier and that type of thing. But now we can actually back up, um, S3 and compatible storage into Veeam, so S3 compatibility and also Microsoft Blob Storage, I think, uh, is is going to be compatible.
3: Yes. So as a as a source, yeah. Um, as so a source, think about, yeah. So think about our NAS backup, how we do change file tracking. We'll we'll flag different changes and just go to those changes, backup those changes. So it's the same concept, build the same way, you know. Um, but it's uh, but now we can use because. Um, you know, S3 storage, object storage is used for many different things besides backup targets, right? I mean, we can use it for web pages, we can use it for file shares. So um, now we're able to, you know, that was a huge ask. Now we're able to back that up as a source to on on local storage or another object storage, right? So that's huge. That, that, was is a big pretty,
0: that is pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that, that many people are going to take advantage of that because, you know, object storage is great. It's very available, but some people do want to like, look, I want to have a copy of that somewhere offline. I want to put it on whatever type of storage I want, whatever type of repository. And it's just that that layer of, of feeling like, okay, I could, I'm really can get over anything, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Object storage in general is... You know, if you look at S3 compatibility or blob storage, it's it's pretty resilient in the first place. But maybe you want to get it out of where it is and put it somewhere else. Veeam is a good mm-hmm. tool for doing that.
3: 100%.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's kind of wrapping it up, guys. on of the things that we wanted to to talk about, um, we do. Uh, we do like to kind of keep the, the, the podcast under an hour. We're almost to the 10 minute mark of being an hour, so we want to kind of like, you know, tail it off. But I do want to give a little teaser, right? Um, you know, Veeam has always been integrated into our DartPoints data centers uh, outside of the, the South Central region, right? So, um, Asheville, you know, our uh, Cincinnati, our, our, our cloud data centers, right? Where customers that are in the Cloud Director, Right. So people who are running their VMs in our cloud can back up those VMs with Veeam. Right. And it's integrated into the vCloud director interface through service insertion and things like this. Right. So a customer can be on a single pane of glass, access their VMs, do work, but also can click the more button on on uh, vCloud director. And then there's data protection and then they can go in to configure backups um a little teaser uh it's not available right now as of today at 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 uh in the south region in our baton rouge and shreveport data centers but it's coming sometime in q1 we'll be able to offer this to our customers nice so Love it. all right guys well i want to say thank you i think this has been a, a very good kind of uh, you know if you weren't able to watch all of the sessions on the um Veeam, uh, Resiliency Summit. This is, this is by no means a uh, cliff note to that to that show, right? Because honestly, I think if you listen to this, go back and um, and look at the Resiliency Summit recording, right? I'll put the link in the show notes to where if you want to go get more and see guys like Rick Vanover and uh, and, and Gustave and all those guys yeah, from Alan. being to see this stuff, Alan. Yeah, this is you know it, it's it's great, and I think this is going to be a very big update. Uh, it's in beta now, but we're I, I think the idea is unless there's something, you know, you go beta, um, release candidate, general availability, right? So yes. Uh, yes, we're I think beta is a strong beta right now, and I think we'll, you know, I'm not speaking for anybody, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed by, you know January, we'll see something.
3: yes, I, I would say January is a,
0: a reasonable target, but probably before then, we'll see. This gives Michael just plenty enough time to go get his Veeam certification and his T-shirt and his
3: socks. (laughs) We got a new logo. Look
0: at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New logo. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, Listeners, uh, please check out the rest of our podcast. We're available on uh, the Apple podcast application. We're also available on Spotify. Uh, we can also be found on YouTube. So this, you know, there'll be two two versions of this podcast. One that just is audio, right, in case someone wants to just take it on their mobile device and stream it, you know, while they're driving or, you know, doing whatever. Uh, but there'll also be a video podcast that will be available on YouTube. It'll be out later today. If it's not out today, sometime over the weekend, I've, I usually like to do a little bit of editing and things like this, so be on the lookout there. And then on our Dark Points website, when you go to, uh, I think it's Resources Podcast, there should be a link there that you can actually talk to the podcaster. So if you want to send Michael and myself a message saying, I want to be on the podcast, or you should talk about XYZ, you can interface with us. So we love to hear from our listeners and, uh, and, and keep engagement going.
2: Hey, William, Michael, really appreciate you having us, having Lee and I on the uh, on the uh, podcast here. And if uh, you know, I can tell you, Dark Points is is one of our uh, premier partners, and we're really excited. You know, as far as twenty twenty four goes, and and what we're going to see between
3: each other. So, thank you guys for
0: for having us. Thank you so yeah, much like for coming. That. And you guys have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time.
3: All right, thanks, guys. This is fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. See you.